I am the ferryman. In the shadows of the afterlife, the ferryman of souls guides America's most influential spirits to their eternal rest. Where are you taking me? Are you death? This road is not on any map. How much for a ticket? All I ask for in payment is a tale. I don't know who got to Kennedy first. And the devastation those first bombs caused. I've never been to hell, but I know intimately the hymns of the damned. Binge the season of The Passage now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Ashley Flowers, creator and host of the number one true crime podcast, Crime Junkie. Every Monday, me and my best friend Britt break down a new case, but not in the way you've heard before, and not the cases you've heard before. You'll hear stories on Crime Junkie that haven't been told anywhere else. I'll tell you what you can do to help victims and their families get justice. Join us for new episodes of Crime Junkie every Monday, already waiting for you by searching for Crime Junkie wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Womanica. This month, we're talking about mischief makers, oddballs, chameleons, and nonconformists, queens of quick wit. Today's Womanica wrote poetry that made her famous among her contemporaries and resonated for centuries afterwards. Please welcome Juan Jenny. Jenny's story lies somewhere at the intersection of history, folklore, and her own poetic license. So, while not every detail we have about her life is set in stone, all of it does make up the historic character we know today as Juan Jenny. Jenny was likely born in the early 16th century in the province of Songdo in modern-day North Korea. Her parents were from two different social castes. Her father was a nobleman, and her mother was a commoner from the Chon Min class, the lowest caste of commoners. As a result, Jinny was also a Chon Min. Jinny was destined for poetic greatness from a young age. She was beautiful and musically gifted. Legend had it that a young man pined after her for so long and so fervently that he died of a broken heart. After that fateful love affair, Jenny dedicated herself to the study of the arts to become a kiseng, a traditional courtesan, trained in performing arts and conversation. It's more likely that her mother signed her up to start training. Kiseng usually began their schooling around the age of 10. 
Kisang were still part of the Chanmin class, but these women experienced a bit more freedom than they would in other occupations or social classes. They interacted often with powerful figures from higher classes. They were taught traditional Korean arts, and in many ways, they were integral to the development and future of that art as well. In particular, Kisang were associated with a form of poetry called Shijo. These Shijo are short lyrical poems that crystallize deep emotions and complicated affections into succinct stanzas. The first line introduces an idea. The second develops the theme through an unrelated image. And the third delivers an ironic twist or resolution. Janie wrote under the name Bright Moon. She was a natural, witty, clever, and quite talented in her ability to express a multitude of emotions in just a few syllables. Her shijos are considered some of the most beautiful ever written, playing with double entendres, pattern of nature, and human desire. Though it's difficult to explain her lyrical prowess through translations, her poems speak for themselves in their artistry. I'll cut a piece from the waist of this interminable eleventh moon night and wind it in coils beneath these bed covers, warm and fragrant as the spring breeze. Coil by coil to unwind it the night my lover returns. Jenny completed her training and started her duty as a kisang by the time she was 15 years old. From there, adventures abounded. She took a long trip sightseeing around Mount Kumgong, demonstrating just how much independence her lifestyle gave her. There are also countless tales about her many, many romantic conquests. One was a misogynistic government official who bragged he would keep Jenny around for a month at most and then dismiss her without regret. By the end of their time together, he begged her to stay. Jenny wrote him a poem goodbye. In another instance, her charisma was so seductive, she made a man renounce life as a monk, though he never really had a chance with her. Jenny loved a challenge. She set her eyes on a royal who prided himself as a man of virtue. Best of all, he also wrote poems under the pen name Blue Stream. Jenny wrote him a sly poem. In it, she asks why streams rush out to sea. On a second read, however, Bright Moon's real question to Blue Stream becomes clear. Blue Stream, do not boast of swift passage through green mountains, she warns. Bright Moon fills the empty mountain. Why not rest a little with me? Allegedly, Blue Stream was so taken with the poem when he read it, he fell right off his donkey. Perhaps Janie's most famous work was a simple riddle. She'd ask it of any man who wished to be her lover. Only one man ever answered it correctly a Confucian scholar. Ginny was so impressed she volunteered to become his disciple. He was also, it's said, the only person truly impervious to her charms. Ginny held him in high regard, referring to him as the third wonder of Kaesong, the city where she'd settled. The second was the beautiful waterfalls in the area, and the first, herself. Akisang's career was short, After beginning at 15, their professional lives were usually over by the age of 22. If all of Janie's many travels are taken into account, it's likely she worked a little longer, until she was around 30. After that, she lived a fairly quiet life, dying in Kaesung in the mid-16th century. When she died, she requested to be buried among the only things that could have rivaled her beauty and grace in life, the greenery of Kaesung itself. All month, we're talking about mischief makers, 
For more information, check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. As always, we're taking a break for the weekend. Talk to you on Monday. I am the ferryman. In the shadows of the afterlife, the ferryman of souls guides America's most influential spirits to their eternal rest. Where are you taking me? Are you death? This road is not on any map. How much for a ticket? All I ask for in payment is a tale. I don't know who got to Kennedy first. And the devastation those first bombs caused. I've never been to hell, but I know intimately the hymns of the damned. Binge the season of The Passage now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Ashley Flowers, creator and host of the number one true crime podcast, Crime Junkie. Every Monday, me and my best friend Britt break down a new case, but not in the way you've heard before, and not the cases you've heard before. You'll hear stories on Crime Junkie that haven't been told anywhere else. I'll tell you what you can do to help victims and their families get justice. Join us for new episodes of Crime Junkie every Monday, already waiting for you by searching for Crime Junkie wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.